to another episode of The Shot with Cosmos of Cosmos. Cheers to the mystery of the sun's corona. Cheers. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the tea cat? The one time I remembered the table bump, the table tink, and not in-person tink. Anyway, the sun, as we all know, is a mass of superheated gas, as some would say, or sing a gigantic nuclear furnace. (laughs) Thank you so much. I was about to interject. (laughs) A little they might be giants for everybody out there. So inside the sun, you have your core. That's where your nuclear fusion is happening. That's what's generating all that energy that we see as light and feel as heat. You have the radiative zone and the convective zone after that. And those are the, that's the inside of the sun. It's a big onion. It is a big onion, which all stars are basically onions throughout their lives. Yeah, but only like three or four layers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> More layers you get, though, than uh, <laughs> yeah. closer to death you are if you're a star. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So beginning the outer layers... You would think that uh, it starts off pretty normally with the sun, with the photosphere. This is the visible surface of the sun and, that we and, see. And how do you remember it's called a photosphere, Liz? Because you cause see it and take a picture of this. So it's, I don't know. How do you remember? I don't know. That's basically it's a, the photosphere <laughs> is the part that we see, like the photo. Yes, yes, yes. I thought maybe I got that from you. Oh, oh, I don't know. I think I got that from maybe my astronomy classes. Didn't get it from me, so it wasn't in me. Um, So it's the visible surface of the disc that goes to about 250 miles uh, up from. Okay. Up. It's, it's the outer surface. That's nothing, that's nothing the, for yeah. the sun. 250 the miles. Surface. It's the surface of the sun if you. Uh, that really is a very thin yeah. onion skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it goes from in, in temperature range from the bottom of the photosphere, the deepest level of the photosphere, 11,000 degrees Fahrenheit, to the, the, the outermost layer, which is about 6,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Spicy. So it cools down, which you would naturally think really is fast. correct, right? Yeah. Like the further away from the core you are, the the cooler things get. However, <laughs> something crazy happens. We got a little weird. We got a little mystery happening with the sun. After the photosphere, you get the chromosphere. Okay. And that's about 250 to 1300 miles above uh, the photosphere. And things things go from 6700 degrees Fahrenheit to 14,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Things get hotter. Things get hotter. <laughs> So I, I guess with the, since the photosphere is cooler, I guess truly the closer to you are from danger, the farther you are from harm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All now, right. now we get the transition region. Uh, this is kind of like a 60-mile narrow region where temps go crazy. They skyrocket from 14,000 degrees to uh, 900,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Almost a million degrees. <laughs> and then as you get into the corona, this is the outermost layer of the sun. Uh, it is 1,300 miles above the surface. It can't be seen with the naked eye except during a solar eclipse. A total solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Total and then eclipse you kind of see sun. this extra sort of atmosphere. And, and I would say, you know, you kind of almost depict that in a way, with like when you draw a picture of the sun and like the rays oh, coming yeah. out of the you get sun, the spooky it's kinda, rays coming out. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like what a friendly rays. It's kind of like that. 
the ones that'll kill you instantly because they're super uh, energetic and, and hot. And a million degrees. A million degrees. So it's weird. This is a weird thing that it things get hotter the further away from the core you are, where the core is, uh, hmm. how hot is the core again? Uh, oh, it's tens of oh. millions. Tens yeah, of millions. 20 million. 20 million million degrees. Million, I yeah. Say. yeah, something like that. Okay. So... So uh, it's very hard to study the sun. There are really kind of two ways uh, to study the sun. There's remote, uh, using a, a camera positioned further away from the sun, studying yeah. the sun at different wavelengths of light. And then you have an in-situ method, which is Ooh. basically where a spacecraft can get close, can fly through the particles of the sun and measure them, uh, measure the particles and the magnetic activity uh, that way. So what was done is... Uh, Daniel Toloni with the, I was going to say international, with the Italian, the Italian, I'm sorry, Federico, (laughs) with the Italian National Institute for Astrophysics, um, he used ESA Solar Orbiter and NASA's Parker uh, Solar Probe. Uh, Now, the Solar Orbiter, that can do remote and in-situ measurements, whereas the um, Parker Solar Probe... Uh, that is for like close in situ measurements. So it's moving. Fast. It gets, it gets yeah. very close. It goes yeah. very fast. It gets very close. So it can it, it can really study kind of like the, the 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 fine details of those particles in the sun. Whereas the uh, ESA's solar orbiter, it can look at more of a large scale measurements. Um, and so what they wanted to do is use both of these. Um, they've never been used at the same time to collect simula- simultaneous oh. measurements. Where they can study like the 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 close up effects uh, on particles using kind of what's happening at a large scale of the sun, um, but uh, they had to do some crazy uh, dancing with the with the spacecraft because um, they needed a certain alignment. And so they got approval to actually have the Parker Solar Probe roll 45 degrees and point just a little bit away from the sun so that it could get into the field of view of ESA Solar Orbiter that has a coronagraph called the Solar Metis on it. And so they could study the coronagraph simultaneously as the Parker Solar Probe was collecting data on what's happening with the particles. That are going on there. Uh, and so this was the first time that this is they've ever gotten simultaneous measurements. And the data showed that solar physicists have currently been correct in what is going on. And what is going on, uh, yes. they believe, is that uh, uh, turbulence is actually a way of transferring oh. heat. So what that means is that simulating movements of uh, fluid, gas, or liquid, uh, energy is transferred. Plasma. Energy is transferred to to even smaller scales, like when you stir a cup of coffee and you're stimulating those particles. The energy is transferred um, on smaller scales into heat, um, and so uh, basically, the fluid for the corona is also. This plasma of the corona is also magnetized, Ooh. and so uh, the magnetic energy through this turbulence is also uh, transferred into heat. Um, and so that is why it is able to be, it gets hotter because there's a lot more turbulence uh, happening out there in these outermost layers of the sun. So does that mean that the corona gets hotter when they 
when the sun's at a maximum with the sunspots? I don't know. More Pretty data good. is needed. These are the preliminary observations that are in the uh, astrophysical journal letters published under coronal heating rate mm. in the solar wind. So, so more data is needed, but this but is lower. like really kind of the first kind of like observational conclusive evidence using these two spacecrafts combined that is showing how the turbulence there are are because of using Parker, they can look at, um, it's primarily how these, these photons are, um, or I'm sorry, did I say photons? It might be, I think I had it in my note somewhere. It might've been protons. I don't know. Uh, but basically how they're able to heat up more, whereas you would think they would cool down, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a violent place out there by the sun, by the sun. It's not just getting hot in there. It's getting hot out there. Well, damn, <laughs> that's true. Bosh. Anyway, that's the shot with Cosmos of Cosmos. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time. Follow us on all the things at Drinking Cosmos or Cosmos with Cosmos. Peace. Live Cheers. Cheers. Stay cool.